For the ones who work hard to ensure their crew can always go the extra mile. And the ones who get in early so everyone can go home on time. There's Granger, Offering professional-grade supplies backed by product experts so you can quickly and easily find what you need. Plus, you can count on access to a committed team ready to go the extra mile for you. Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done. Time for 49ers Rush Podcast. And here's your host, John Chapman. What is going on, 49ers faithful? It is another great day as we are so close close. to the NFL season. Some teams have already reported the Hall of Fame teams um, and some new coaches teams. But, man, the 49ers report Tuesday. Man, it's close. We got a new signing for the 49ers. And today is going to be a little bit of a different episode. Because we have the man, Brian, from Legit Football here. Brian, how are you? Uh, John, I'm great as always. Like you said, so close to actual yeah. NFL football. We do so much talking in the offseason and breaking down analysis that it's almost like we forget, oh yeah, there's football we get to talk about and it's just right around the corner. So close. There's there's news trickling in, uh, which is so awesome from different franchises and all kinds of different stuff. But on top of that, what we're going to do today, we wanted to take a minute to just step back and allow you to control the show. Anything 49ers, NFL, fantasy football related. Bring We've it. already got a whole bunch of questions on Twitter uh, from people that put those out. Shout out to Dan, uh, one of the best people ever. Dan Case, uh, amazing educator, uh, the youths. Uh, he got in a whole bunch of questions, which is awesome. He's the executive producer of this show, by the way, <laughs> today. Uh, so we're going to be breaking that down. Uh, I am so excited about this show. I love Q&A episodes. Um, yeah. I don't do them often because I'm such a control freak. Uh, but if you guys have questions in the chat, uh, make sure you tag me. We do not have the executive producer Clayton with us today monitoring the chat, so I'm going to be doing kind of double duty. So please tag me in the chat um, if you want to make sure that your question gets answered. Also, I should probably throw this out there for YouTube. Uh, we opened up our memberships to try to help uh, people kind of you know support the show, one, but get your uh, attention a little bit more on the questions that you want to ask if you want to support the show. I think it's a fun way to build a community. I held off on it for a little while, but as the season gets going, I think it's time. So without further ado, Brian, um, do you have a question that you want to jump in on, or should we just scroll through Twitter – until we get some of these questions just go one by one uh well i think we should start with twitter since we asked them like they were the ones who jumped on and asked the questions first i already see a few questions in the chat i'm going to help you john monitor the chat too since we have no clayton today but yeah i would say twitter's our best bet let's let's start there all right let's go there let's go to the man dan with the plan here and this one's you know much more 49er centric for sure um, as we try to zoom in, why did the 49ers sign another D lineman who is on notice now? So if you missed it, the 49ers signed Robert Kendichi, um, former first rounder of Arizona. He's actually played for Arizona and he's played for Seattle. He's now almost he's completing played... the NFC West turn here. He's close. <laughs> he's got to go to the Rams next. 
Yeah, he is close. So yeah. that it's interesting. So from an outside perspective, Brian, the 49ers have, if not the deepest defensive line or best defensive line, it's up there. Right. Why do you think they keep stockpiling more defensive linemen? Well, I definitely think it's one of the hallmarks of this defensive line. It's not just the talent they have, but the depth they have. They like to rotate and keep those pass rushers fresh, especially the kind of the more deeper guys like Bosa. They want to keep out there as much as possible. Uh, but anything they can do to keep that talent fresh. Um, you got you know a talented rookie in Drake Jackson. Uh, we don't know what kind of production, what kind of time off he's going to need. Like some of these guys, they they give so much that they needs a few plays off. So having a guy who, at least from a talent perspective, like Kim DJ, could get in there and give you some production. The thing with Kim DJ is he, there's a reason he's on his third different NFC he's, West team. He's got some issues. He's got talent. has never been questioned. But, like, he, he, he had this thing where he, like, fell out of a window and injured himself in the past. Um, but, hey, it's it's yeah. for the price they got him on, uh, I like the signing, especially as a depth pick. But that's what this is all about. It's all about just adding an additional possible contributor contributor that could rotate on that talented defensive line yeah i think so too and like i'll be honest guys i don't think kim dc's gonna make this roster um I, I think the only way that he does is if injuries happen or something along those lines it's an extra pass rushing specialist from the inside i think that's kind of like the the name of his game he's not necessarily an edge player right. but the 49ers love these guys and that that's kind of where they go from and so I'm not too worried. I don't think he really puts anybody on notice. Um, no, I don't think not. that's what it is at all. It could it's just an extra be a camp body. body at the end of the day. I mean, if you get a chance to bring in a former first-round pick just yeah. to see what you have in camp, knowing that you can just cut them if it doesn't work out, there's not a lot of risk involved for the Niners. Exactly. All right, here we go. We got a question in the chat. What's up, Steven? He says, John, where do you broadcast from? Man, I am in my office room. Uh, I wish I could, like, pan out and show you. I, I got a little, like, this is a tiny little, it's not even really an office room in my house. It's tiny, tiny. Um, but it works for me. And so, like, you know, this, before we bought this house, when COVID happened, I, I don't know if y'all remember, if you've been around this show for, this is year six, um, I would have to tear down everything that I had. I recorded, no joke, I'm not even exaggerating, out of my wife's underwear drawer. I would no. set my computer and my camera literally in our dresser in our bedroom. I put this, um, you know, this backdrop up in front of our bed. Like it was a mess. It was a 25 minute thing to record every time. And so we, we had to get out of that tiny apartment to get some stuff done. Uh, so yeah, that's that question there. Oh, we got this one. This one's for you for sure. From local monkey sports thoughts on Jerry Judy. Is he a sleeper pick? So we got some fantasy questions here. Jerry Judy, who a lot of people 49ers had a chance to get chose not to went Ken yeah. law instead. Um, what are your thoughts on Jerry Judy? Quick shout out to Loco. I actually wrote this question down in case we missed Ooh. it. So I'm glad that you caught it. Thank John. you, Loco. Um, yeah. Thanks for the question, Loco. Uh, I don't know that he's a sleeper at this point. There's actually been a lot of hype, uh, Specifically, the fact that Russell Wilson's there, right? There's hype around Cortland Sutton. There's hype around a lot of these Denver pass catchers, but I think Judy more than any of them. I've seen multiple articles of fantasy and analysts pegging him as a breakout. So I don't think you can call it a sleeper if it's like, well, everybody's kind of on to the Judy train. I've yeah. actually, you know, local. I, I think you've toned into Thirty Minutes of Football a handful of times, and we ha he has been brought up specifically the last two episodes where we've talked about these Denver pass catchers. And both episodes, both the guests that I had on and myself agree that Judy, of all of those pass catchers, 
is the one that if you could only target one, he's the one. He's got amazing route running ability. He, I believe, led the league in separation per route last year. He just had Drew Locke throwing to him. So massive upgrade. Uh, as long as he can stay healthy, as long as he had a little bit of an issue with drops his, his rookie season, if he doesn't have that issue, he's going to get open. Wilson's going to get him the ball. They're playing in a division where they're going to have to air it out to keep up. I, I'm a believer in Judy. I think he's going to produce, but I wouldn't call him a sleeper. Yeah, I, I feel you there. I'm Team Cortland Sutton, big time. I think Judy's great. I'm in a dynasty league. I'm going to throw some shade here on my home <laughs> dynasty league. Last year before the season... Uh, probably my best friend. Shout out host Chuck B. You guys don't know Charles. He does the draft with us and all that stuff. He traded Debo Samuel and a second rounder to get Judy. Like he believed in Judy. And then Debo goes and does what he does. I mean, he totally got fleeced in that deal. But that's okay. I'm going to call okay. out my dynasty league. Oh, I love this. Thing. I love this. These are the best. So I got – so I let's see what I traded away. I traded away Antonio Gibson. This was like week one or two. And in return, I got Cooper Cup. And some, like, depth player who didn't end up playing. Who in this would not have taken Cooper Cup in week two for Antonio Gibson? Uh, I was in the championship game. Let's just say that. And I had Debo. I I traded a lot for Debo, though. But So I had Cooper Cup and Debo. They're both on my Dynasty League. I'm super excited for the 2022 season for that in particular. Very nice. Very nice. All right, let's jump back to Twitter. Uh, This one comes from at Huey Percy. I like it. Um, Out of all the old linemen fighting for spots on the 53-man roster, 49er-centric question, who are the most natural fits for the 49ers scheme from an athletic standpoint? Um, Who mainly needs to be coached up on technique and stuff to excel? So this is a problem. This is a major critique of mine of the 49ers. They don't draft natural fits. They move people out of position. So if you look at Spencer Burford, he played tackle his whole career. He's going to be a guard or center for us. Nick Sakil played tackle his whole career. He's going to be a guard or center for us. Now, if you go to the undrafted um, players, Donovan West, probably the clearest athletic uh, fit at center. Will he get that role as an undrafted free agent rookie? I don't think so. So he's something that's going to develop long term. Um, the 49ers are notorious for this. Colton McKivitz played left tackle always in college. They moved him to right guard, right tackle, left tackle, all these places. Uh, Daniel Brunskill, same thing. Like the versatility and offensive linemen don't really fit. But if you're asking me, Aaron Banks, 100%, the one exception to this rule, he is a pure left guard. Played left guard his entire career at Notre Dame. They tried to move him to right guard as a rookie. Didn't work. Moved him back to left guard. Um, So I would say Trent Williams, pure left tackle, perfect fit. Aaron Banks, left guard, perfect fit. Donovan West would be the best fit at center. Right guard. Did you know that you can now win up to 100 times your money on prize picks with as little as four correct picks? You can turn $10 into 1000 with basketball, hockey, college basketball entries today on Prize Picks, America's number one fantasy sports app. And here's what's great. It, it, you can get action on sports on more than 30 different states across the country, including California, Texas, and Georgia. On top of that, you got playoff basketball actions on the horizon, and this is the best place to take advantage of all of basketball's postseason action. Some of these player props. Nikolai Jokic for over 10 rebounds. Anthony Davis more than two blocks. Lillard, four three-pointers made. You get to pick exactly how you want to use your bets. So, download the app today. Use code 49ers49ERS. 
for a deposit match up to $100. Again, that's promo code 49ers for a first deposit match up to $100 over on Prize Picks. Pick more, pick less. It's that easy. You know how to book flights and hotels. All you're missing is a tool to plan the travel experiences you'll have once you arrive. That's why you need Viator. Book guided tours, activities, excursions, and more in one place to make your trip truly unforgettable. Viator has over 300,000 travel experiences to choose from. Everything from simple tours to extreme adventures and all the niche, interesting stuff in between. So you can plan something that everyone you're traveling with will enjoy. Real traveler reviews give the inside scoop from people who've already been on the experiences you're considering. So you can plan with confidence. Free cancellation helps you plan for the unexpected. And 24-7 customer support means you can travel worry-free. Download the Viator app now and use code Viator10 for 10% off your first booking in the app. Find travel experiences for you. Do more with Viator. There's not one. I'm just going to be honest. Right tackle Mike McGlinchey. So if you're talking about just natural fits for the position, we don't have one for right guard. Brunt skill's good. I ain't worried about him. But I don't think that there is one that fits outside of those guys that I mentioned. Um, so I'd go with that there. Um, any, any thoughts there, Brian? I defer to you on the depth of the <laughs> offensive line for the San Francisco 49ers. I can give the, uh, overall NFL angle, but, um, but yeah, I, that's why I was silent. I'm like, I'm gonna let John handle this one. Yeah, no worries. No worries. Real quick question. Just on the scheduling, John, are you going to be a week seven game for the chiefs? Maybe. Mrs. Chapman has been so kind to share me uh, with the the people. I mean, we're doing 10 trips this year. Um, you know, I'm, I'm going to Canton with Brian where we're going to be doing, um, you know, draft night out. If you haven't got your tickets draft night out, you got to go check it out. We are drafting inside the Pro Football Hall of Fame. Mm. Inside. Yeah. Uh, we're going to have so many fantasy drafts going at the same time. I'm in charge of prizes, so you know those are going to be good. I got a freaking authentic Warren Moon, the old freaking blue Texan or Oilers logo, uh, jersey autographed, going to be given away. Lots of things. It's going to be a blast. Uh, so I've got that. I've got all the rush road trips. I've got the draft party. I'm going to try to make it to at least one or two home games, but I don't know which ones. The Chiefs would be at the top of the list, but that's going to be. Uh, if you I can make get... Dolphins. Got yeah, I'll be there. So okay, throwing that. See, one out I want to go to all of them. There's yeah. no doubt about it. You know, I live in Pasadena, so it's not the easiest thing. Uh, it's not so much the flights or whatever. It's just the time from the family. You know, my son's, you know, freshman football, first time playing padded football. I don't want to miss too many of his games. So there's like it's rough. This balance of, you know, family and work and all that stuff. It's hard, but uh, I'm gonna try. So I'm gonna have to kind of leave it there if that's cool. Um, all right, let's jump back to another Twitter question. Back to Dan. This one's fun. This is a fantasy keeper. So if you're not familiar with this process, it's not regular redraft fantasy, and it's not quite dynasty. Okay? So here we go. This is from Dan Case. He says, advice about a fantasy keeper. We make keepers your pick for whatever round they are averaging. Um, so best value out of these. Last year he kept James Robinson. Um, here are his options. Okay, I'll, I'll read through these quick, and then Brian's going to take this one. Tyreek Hill, third round. Saquon Barkley, third round. Akers, fourth round. Etienne, fourth round. Kittle, fifth round. Chris Godwin, nine. Michael Thomas, nine. Adam Thielen, ten. Take it away, Brian. Purely from a value standpoint, Chris Godwin stands out. 
because, I mean, that's a guy who, when he's healthy, is you can lock him up for 1,000 yards and seven, eight touchdowns or more, and that Bucks offense is going to be very pass-heavy um, as long as you've got Tom Brady there. And you've got so many other weapons. It, it, Godwin, it's one of the reasons why the Bucks receivers do so well, because you can't double him. You can't double Mike Evans. Godwin would get open. You can't double Godwin. Evans will get open. So round nine, I would put Godwin more in like the fifth to sixth round uh, conversation. Uh, you could argue with Kittle a little bit. It depends on your strategy when it comes to, to tight end. Uh, spending around five on Kittle, I could see him going late third or fourth. Um, Michael Thomas, I don't want to dedicate any time to. Thielen probably will actually get more points than round 10. That could be value. Uh, if you scroll back to the top, John, just to kind of, we'll go through each of these really quick. Uh, yeah, sure. Tyreek Hill could be a, a, a steal, but round three, there's just so much uncertainty. Is McDaniel going to go run heavy with that new uh, Dolphins offense? Saquon, I think, is the opposite direction. <laughs> Personally, I'm, I'm not high in Saquon at all. Cam, I think, is probably good round four. ETN could certainly produce and, and produce above that, but the most obvious one I'm going to say is, is Chris Godwin. Okay, good, 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 good. Yeah, it's funny. Whenever I looked at this, you know, anytime I'm looking at keepers, I go – to the very end every time i want the latest of the picks because again you have to look at this from a standpoint of opportunity cost right so you know if you're like okay saquon barkley at three that's great but you're losing a third round pick Mm -hmm. so i would prefer adam thielen and whoever you would get in the third round that is kind of the way that i would look at it personally um so that's kind of the way that I would address that question. But, yeah, that's it's a good question. Keepers are always fun. Provides that's why fun... I weighted the value that way. That's why I'm – I like the value of getting somebody like Godwin 9 or Thielen at 10 is much more than getting Tyreek Hill at 3, even if he produces better than a third-rounder. Uh, yeah, I like that strategy. Yeah, there we go. There we go. Um, all right, here we go. We got another fun question here. Uh, let's see here. From Big Papa, he says, John, do you know all these training camp dates? Yes, the 49ers did release this. Uh, I'm trying to find a graphic. Uh, I want to make sure I got the right one pulled up. Yep, here we go. Uh, for the training camp, I'm going to try my hardest to get to one of these, some of these for sure. But again, I got to be smart. Uh, a very similar question, you know, back to uh, just making sure the family's good and things like that. So I'll list these out just uh, audibly so that you guys can kind of hear the answers to that. So these are the open dates for the 49ers training camp dates. Uh, July 27th, 28th, 30th, August 1st, 2nd, 3rd, 5th, 6th. August 7th, that's a Sunday Dwight Clark day. So if you if you get to pick one of these days, August 7th is the day you want to go to. Uh, 9th and 10th. So there's a lot of options from the 27th all the way to the 10th. You got that two-week window. Um, if, if you've if you've never done this and you want your kids to really, really like buy into the 49ers, guys, girls, doesn't matter. Um, this is a great way to do it. Get them around the players. And trust me, it's going to build that, you know, they're going to get into it. So if you're one of those dads or moms that really wants your kids to be into the 49ers, trust me, it's not expensive. Take a day, take them out there, let them see what it's about. They'll love it. Uh, I promise you that. Brian, you ever been to uh, any of the training camps or seen any of that stuff? I have not, and it's a shame that I haven't. And you know what? I live about 15 minutes from Levi Stadium. Maybe I'll go this year. Uh, but it's there one we of those, go. Yeah, it's one of those things that I, I, I guess has always been on my radar 
Uh, and now that I'm covering the NFL full time, it's probably something I should go ahead and do. Man, what if what if we 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 uh, ask Brian to go be our eyes and ears since he's local and bring okay. us back a, a report, a camp Some report? Tidbits. Let's do that. I'll do that. I'll be Ooh. the camp reporter for the 49ers Rush podcast. Let's go. I like it. I like it. All right, here we go. Shot J, the man, the myth, the legend. I uh, love this dude, man. He is awesome. Appreciate you, Shot J, all you do. He says, assuming Trey is as good as we believe. Talk about Trey Lance. How many games do you think until we see Trey demonstrate his ability ability to put team on his shoulders when things don't go smooth? Ah, I'm going to defer here. I want to hear what Brian thinks as an, an quote-unquote outsider. Um, what are your thoughts on this? When can Trey be the guy? You know, Move the Sticks podcast, Daniel Jeremiah, Bucky Brooks. Mm-hmm. One of my favorite conversations that they usually have is quarterbacks are either trucks or trailers. The trucks drive the team. The yep. trailers get pulled by the good team. I think everybody would kind of argue Jimmy Garoppolo was a trailer, right? Mm-hmm. He was pulled with the good team. Not right. That's not an insult. Being a trailer is not an insult. The hope is Trey can be a truck. Um, do you see that taking place this year in the second year in the NFL? I will say this. Um, you can turn into a truck. Generally, it doesn't happen that quickly. We've been spoiled a little bit by a Mahomes, by a Burrow, by a Herbert, by guys who have come in and almost on day one beat trucks, but that's actually not the case. I am I like to point back to Drew Brees is a fantastic example of this. This is a guy who a lot of people don't remember. He actually started for the Chargers. That's where he was drafted. He played there for a number of years, was a very solid quarterback, but nobody would say that he's a truck. Nobody would say that he was pulling that Chargers team along, injured his shoulder, almost, famously almost signed with the Dolphins, goes to New Orleans, and he's now one of the best quarterbacks in the history of the NFL and he was by all means the driver of that Peyton offense for a decade Uh, so my point is can he be that yes but I would guard your expectations and if he isn't the truck this year that doesn't mean he has the doesn't have the capability to get there you have a good enough squad that you don't have to have him be the truck he doesn't need to drag the Niners the rest of the squad is good you've got one of the best uh, offensive play callers in Shanahan you've got a, a very solid run scheme a solid offensive line great playmakers Kittle, Kittle Debo and a very very good defense you don't need him to do too much you just need him to drive the line of trucks right and then if it gets to a point in the future where some of the other trucks start to pull behind hopefully lance certainly has the talent hopefully he has the leadership ability to drive but this this year just just be glad that he knows how to drive and the crazy thing he's 22 yeah right he's 22 years old i think that it's gonna come because he has the ability right but Patience is key. A real quick follow-up question from Mark. What's up, Mark? He says, how do you get tickets for training camp? Yeah, 49ers.com slash camp, C-A-M-P. So 49ers.com slash camp. I think I think they're like 15 bucks or something like that. And it all goes to um, the Dwight, Dwight Clark uh, raise awareness for ALS, I believe, uh, off the top of my head. Um, so, yeah, if that it's 49ers.com slash camp. They do sell out. So if you're one of those persons, people that's like, oh, yeah, I probably need to look in this. Don't wait, guys. There's way too much excitement around the 49ers this season. 49ers.com slash camp. Obviously, I don't get paid for this. Uh, but but uh, I want we want the experience for you, right? That's the whole idea of this podcast. Increase education and fan experience for 49ers fans. That's what we got. Um, here we go. Another question from Steven. What's up, Steven? Uh, I like that hat, man. Family looks awesome. Incredible. He says, John, weird question. Who on the team 
would be even more dominant if they played either side of the ball? I love this question. I, I do this as coaches. We used to do this all the time, right? Because you'd set your guys and you know, you'd have your DNs or you had your running backs. Everybody in high school always wanted to play running back and wide receiver, but we would always have these questions be like, look, dude, you're the number four running back. You could be the number one D end. You could be the number one corner. You could be the number one running back. And you'd have kids like, nope, coach, not going to do it. Like, they're high schoolers. It would happen. But a lot of the better players that we would get, and some kids even got scholarships to play D1 ball because we switched their position. So I, I love this question, Steven. Um, I feel Kinlaw would be a monster on the O-line as well. Yeah, Trent Williams could play any D-line spot. Yep. Um, I'm going to say Jason Poe. I believe Jason Poe needs to play defense. I have been adamant on that, the undrafted free agent out of Mercer. I want him as a defensive tackle. That would be my number one thing. I want him to be a defensive tackle. Now, Brian, is there anybody in the NFL, could be with the 49ers, that you would like to switch offense to defense or defense to offense? You know, some of those superstars that you think could kind of um, go both ways. We used to see that back in the day with Dion, uh, a couple other players, but anybody come to mind? I'll answer two questions. One, um, I'm going to stick with the Niners because it was the first guy who came into mind. Not that he would be more dominant because he's already dominant. But if you needed Kittle to rush the passer, like I feel like ah, he would freaking get the to size. the quarterback. He's got the size. He understands blocking schemes. He's you know one of the better blocking tight ends in the league. Uh, I just feel like he would be – and he's so relentless, right? He's so relentless, and, and I think he could get to the quarterback. If we're talking about other players – I'd like to see Jalen Ramsey be like a 50-50 wide receiver. Like, just go up and muscle out defensive backs uh, and, and kind of make – I see him as a great red zone target, kind of an A.J. Green style in his prime. Uh, could absolutely see uh, – Ramsey would be fun to watch. He's already fun to watch as a defensive back, but I would be fun to watch him as a wide receiver as well. There we go. There we go. All right, this one's a fun one. Not really a question, but I think we got to talk about it. Yeah. Kyler got paid. Um, he got paid a lot. Second highest paid quarterback. Talk us through this, Brian. So uh, he edged out in total money the Deshaun deal. Guaranteed was less, but the guarantee for Deshaun was insane. They fully guaranteed his contract. But if you look at the the annual average, I think it was like 100,000 more, 0.1 or whatever. Yeah. But yeah, so Kyler edged him out um, behind only, I believe, Mahomes as far as total quarterback compensation. Um, here, Here's my thing with this. Kyler's got the talent, uh, but he hasn't done anything yet. But at the same time, what's your alternative? Uh, you know, what happens if you don't pay this guy? Yeah, you, they had to. They he's had got. To. He's the. He's the. Clearly, has the talent level at least to be a top five quarterback in the league. That's not easy to do. You can't train a Mitch Trubisky to be the. You know, you can't hope to develop him. Josh Allen. That's actually not normal for him to come in the league, be such a bad passer, and then all of a sudden develop into a superstar. So if you've already got a guy who has the talent to be a superstar, maybe it's coaching. Maybe it's, you know, I've, I've said, I think on this show that I'm not a Kingsbury fan. I saw a statistic. Nobody is. It Nobody might have been is. you who posted this, John. Somebody posted a statistic about, even back to his Texas Tech days, Kingsbury's win-loss record for the first half of the season versus the second half. It's insane. His, his losing percentage is like 65 70%. Back to his Texas Tech days. This is a guy, this, this is not yeah. like a, a fluke. This is a pattern <laughs> So that has to affect the rest of your team. That has to affect your players. That has to affect your quarterback. I'd like to see Kyler with a different coach. I'm just going to go ahead and throw that out there. 
We've seen what he can do when he's at his best, when he's healthy. He is a truck. We have seen him be a truck. Yeah, he can be. Is he a leader? We've had that discussion. I don't know. Is he a truck for the entire season? Yeah. Right? Is he a truck he, for long term? Is he a truck when you need him to be a truck? That's a question. But what what alternative did did the Cardinals have? I don't at, see one. No, you had to sign him. You had to draft him number one too. Like, I, I, but I, as a 49ers fan, zero. Like, I'm not upset. I'm not frustrated. I'm not like, oh darn. Like, no, no. Cool. I'm glad. I hope you pay him. I hope Kingsbury's there forever because <laughs> yeah. no fear. And they played well against the 49ers. They really, really have. I think we're three and three since they've showed up. Mm-hmm. But yeah, I'm good. I'm good there. Um, all right, here we go. Kali, he says, uh, I believe Kinlaw is the X factor for the defensive line. Who is the X factor for you this season with the exception of Trey Lance? So I recorded my Jake Brindle breakdown this morning. Um, on our roster series. I think we're down to 19, um, done 70 of them. We got 19 more to go. Jake Brindle, 100%. If somebody was to ask me, right, time machine, they come back in the DeLorean. John Chapman, why did the 49ers not make the playoffs in 2022? Interior offensive line didn't didn't pan out. Uh, The center position didn't pan out. Uh, That would be my X factor. If you can just get adequate play from that center position this year, I think things are going to go well. Um, so, yeah, that would be my X factor there. Let's jump to another one. Here we go. I, I, I got an X factor. Oh, go ahead. Go ahead. I don't get the yes, answer to X factor. So yeah. I, it, there's a glaring weakness, or there has been, certainly last season, on that uh, defense for the 49ers, and that's secondary. So I'm going to go ahead and put Charvarius Ward as the X factor because if you've already got one of the best pass rushers in the league, you've already got one of, if not the best linebackers in the league, if you can upgrade that secondary to – man, that team is just going to be tough to stop. So I'm with John on the interior offensive line, and I would also uh, peg the secondary. If those two things come together, uh, Super Bowl or bust for you guys. Yeah, I like it. I like it. We're winning the Super Bowl in 2023. I'm just telling you that now. This year, don't have them projected. Next year, they're winning the Super Bowl. Uh, Steven, he says, who would you take with the first pick in the fantasy draft? Oh, man, that's Jonathan Taylor uh, for me personally any arguments there is there anybody even close no i actually asked was asked this question we had a uh, fantasy guy on for our last 30 minutes of football on tuesday and he's leaning cmc uh i don't because of his injury uncertainty but he seems to be a little bit more confident the injuries he suffered have not been substantive they've been kind of like bad luck injuries but i'm with you i'm going jonathan taylor to me that guy was absolutely dominant from a touchdown perspective uh, catches out of the backfield, great for PPR leagues. Um, yeah, Jonathan Taylor all the way. Depending like on – now let's be clear. If it's a super flex and all that, the quarterback comes into consideration. But just your standard one-quarterback league, Jonathan Taylor. Yep, I like it. Oh, Dan Case, man. He's on Twitter. He's in the chat. He's everywhere. What's up, Dan? He says, which NFC and AFC teams have the best chance to make the playoffs after missing them last year? Oh, I'm going Chargers. I'm going to oh, Chargers. Char- Chargers AFC, absolutely. I actually have, and I think you might. we might both have them going to the AFC Championship game. So not only do they make the playoffs, we have them going far. Uh, I would put them in the top four to five for Super Bowl victory chances. Even I had them losing to the Bills. But yes, absolutely the Chargers in the AFC. Uh, on the NFC side of the ball. I'll let you go that. first. Uh, first one that comes to mind is Minnesota. Minnesota and the Saints; those are the yeah. two uh, for me. But I think I'm the not Saints. High on the Saints. I'm just. I, have I just so many love that division. Responses. They got four games against they Carolina do. and the yeah. Falcons, and that yeah. just. 
I don't it know, does man. that does come into play. I think the Falcons will be a little bit better with Mayfield. I'm not saying they're a contender. Uh, uh, the Panthers, and I, I've mentioned multiple times for whatever reason, I'm higher on the Falcons than the majority of, of people. Um, I just, I, I just, I'm not a Jameis believer, and I'm, I'm really curious how that offense is going to function without Sean Payton running the show, calling the plays. Uh, Dennis Allen, fantastic defensive coordinator. Didn't have a great stint with his only head coaching position with the Raiders. He's got another shot now. Obviously, he's been with that organization. The players know him. But how does he do running this team, especially calling the offensive plays? He's not, but, you know, without Peyton being the one, that's my concern. But the Vikings, man, they've got the talent level. They were in an insane amount of, like, one score, like, three-point or less last second games last year. I like that roster. I really do. Same. I really do. Both sides of the ball. Uh, especially offensive playmakers if Cook stays healthy. You already have Justin Jefferson, who he claims he could be the top receiver in the league at the end of this year. He was quoted as saying that. Um, I don't want to doubt him. He's that damn good. Yeah. Irv Smith takes a jump. Uh, Cousins is not the worst quarterback in the NFL. (laughs) You you know, we get lots of Cousins hates out there, but there's a lot to like about Minnesota. Also, you got the Bears and the Lions. If we're talking about divisional teams. uh, You and your Lions talk. (laughs) Well, I'm saying like that as far as, Oh, playing, I see. I see. As far as opponents, now I'm gotcha. not. Cl- I'm not calling the Lions or the Bears. Bears are teams. bad. I think I have the Bears, Bears as 31st bad. or 30th in my power rankings. I'm saying, but you get to play Chicago and Detroit twice here. Even though I'm high on Detroit better than last year, I still think the Vikings are a much better football team. Rodgers loses Devontae Adams. I think the path for the Vikings to make it in uh, is is cl- certainly clearer than it was last season. I like it. All right, Eric. Uh, I'm going to try to speed it up a little bit because there's a lot of questions in the chat. I want to try to get to as many as we can. Uh, Eric says this, and this goes to you, Brian, but DeAndre Hopkins being suspended for six games, where would you draft him in your fantasy, if at all? So I'm glad this came up. I wrote this down, and I did a little bit of research in the middle of the show so I can have some data here. So he is currently, his ADP is around 96. So that's right around the eighth round, say the end of the eighth round. Uh, Meaning, and here, six games, you're usually playing 13 or 14 games more than that if you make the playoffs what a title winner this guy could be how much does that uh, uh, Arizona offense rely on Hopkins how much does uh, Kyler Murray with that new contract target Hopkins this is a guy that if you get him in this sixth or seventh I wouldn't hate you for going in the fifth round at that point there's a little bit less certainty anyway you're taking a flyer on you know wide receiver two some rookies so taking a flyer on a guy who for many years has been one of the most dominant wide receivers in the NFL I would say you know round five to seven if you can get him ahead of that ADP of eighth round that's where I'm going to be targeting him in my redraft leagues this is a guy could absolutely be a league winner come uh fantasy playoff time i got him in a dynasty league and you know i'm just parking him on the bench and i'm getting like some disrespectful trade offers and i'm just like no this dude's a top 10 wide receiver whenever he's on the field i'm I'm not moving him unless you're paying for it and uh anyway and the next question he gets just the amount of it's not even just his talent he gets so much opportunity in arizona i like it david he says this, how quickly do you see Lance getting up to speed for our offense? Will Shanahan be simplifying the offense early in the season? Nope, 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 nope. Uh, that is not Shanahan's style. He's throwing the whole damn playbook at him. That's a big reason why they redshirt all these rookies, right? You, uh, the shirt, I think it's in the description of this video if you look at our merch page on YouTube. Uh, the 49ers drafted me and all I got was this red shirt. That that's the reality. I think I got a picture. I should show a picture, right? Uh, I'm, I'm very proud of this shirt. It makes me very happy. But the whole idea is, there we go. Beautiful. He he waits. 
And then once they get their chance, it's time to go. He's not dumbing down anything. It's going to be the full offense. So the good news is week one, the Bears, week two, Seattle Seahawks. So it's time to hit that dang ground running. That's all I got to say. So I don't think it's going to take too much time. Bobo, uh, appreciate the gift, my friend. He says, Kyler contract means they're going to suck for a while. Yeah, I'm with you there too, man. As long as we can keep eh, Kyler Murray, he's good. He's a good quarterback. But as long as Kingsbury and Murray are there, not concerned in the least. I think their best year was last year. They're not going to do that again this year. Brian, here we go from Mike Chilton. He says, is Kelsey still tied in one or did all the wide receiver movement change the rankings i also wrote this question down so glad that you you got it john on top of his game he, you know he's i don't even need I'm to be scrolling baby i'm John's scrolling uh so uh <laughs> my i'm actually personally i have kelsey at uh, tight end two and it's not because of the wide receiver movement because i mean with uh tyreek on kelsey's volume could go up but i just what, he's 33 years old he's at such a physical position to me i'm not willing to Put have him be the first tight end drafted, considering he could. He saw he showed a little bit of signs of slowing down last season. He picked it up for the playoffs when it mattered, but that concerns me. So I've actually got Mark Andrews as my number one overall tight end in redraft and kind of dynasty too. You can argue Kyle Pitts is is kind of an argument there, but to me Andrews, I mean, so much volume in Baltimore. Even if Rashad Bateman makes the jump this year. Andrews is going to get red zone targets. He's going to get peppered with with targets from from uh, Lamar Jackson, uh, and he's just so good. He's so reliable. Great after the catch. Uh, great at blocking too. So they're going to keep him in. Uh, you know, three downs. So that's my answer. I still have tight end two Kelsey. He could in- easily finish his tight end one, but it's I just really like Andrews' situation. I like what he did last season, and I like the arc that he's on. So I'm going to say Andrew tight end one. I love it. I love it. Um, all right. Steven says, John, if there's a way to meet you, man, that is my thing. All of the 49ers rush meetups. Uh, that's kind of what we're about, which, oh, man, I, I'm just going to say this. I'm just going to throw this out there real quick. If you haven't bought your 49ers rush road trip uh, tickets yet, uh, 49ersrushroadtrip.com, I strongly recommend you do so. We've got some big news. I'm not going to let it out today. We got a 49ers player coming um, to more than one of these events, and we're going to have to raise the prices uh, just to pay for the players to get them out there so I don't mm-hmm. go completely in debt. But I'm keeping the prices as is because I want to reward the people um, that believe in us and kind of early bird pricing. Um, so anyway, I'm, I'm just throwing that out there. Um, this is the last season you're going to be able to have this former player come out. Um, he's boxing right now. I'll throw that out. There. <laughs> yeah, you just Frank, gave it away. Frank Gore's you coming just gave out. It away. Uh, I'm trying to get him. We've got him for one locked up. We're trying to get him for two of the games out there. But again, so what's going to happen is if you buy your ticket now, you get in and you get an autograph. Once we announce the cities that he's coming out to hang out with us, those prices have to go up, unfortunately, to pay for things. So if you want to bet on us and come with us, yeah, that's there. Head over there, 49ersRushRoadTrip.com. We're going to be announcing that um, probably Monday. Um, maybe, yeah, probably Monday. And the prices will be going up, unfortunately, once that comes out. So uh, head over there if you haven't yet. One, 
meeting people and hanging out, we do a pretty damn good job, I think, of building the community. Um, you go travel by yourself. You don't have to because we got you. Trivia, T-shirts, uh, live shows, autographs, former players. Gosh, man, uh, one of my favorite things about this show. Here we go. Um, do you remember the Jim Topsula fart? Uh, yes, that first press conference when the head coach stepped in and uh, he let one rip. He even like did this little number, and sure enough, uh, yes, I remember greatly. Um, here we go. Steven asked this. I'm curious if anybody jumps off uh, for you here, Brian. Is there anyone the 49ers should trade for? Hmm. Now, that's an interesting question because they don't have a lot of glaring needs. So there's not like an obvious like, oh, if they only had X, then they would be fine. You know, this is assuming Debo plays. Um, if he doesn't, then, yeah, they might want to trade for a wide receiver. <sighs> I mean, position-wise, like I said, secondary. I mean, if you could upgrade that second cornerback position, I don't know that there's anyone in particular that's on the trading block. Does anyone come to mind for you that, that could be? I want Gardner Minshew. Oh, yeah, and true. I've been okay. saying we it for three this, yes. years. I want yeah. Gardner Minshew, man. Uh, I want that dude. I love Gardner Minshew. You, did, you uh, mentioned we... that on my show. You're, you're all on the Gardner train. I'm with you he's, there. He's damn good. Best backup in the NFL. Uh, from Captain Insato, he shows no mercy. Um, <laughs> I need some updates on Watson from Cleveland. I originally thought a year for sure. Now it seems like it's going the other way. What's your guy's opinion? One, all this is conjecture. Yeah. It's up to Sue Robinson, I believe her name is yes, off the top Sue of my Robinson. head. Um, this is not an NFL decision currently. It's not. It's This is all conjecture. Anybody saying anything, all conjecture. Uh, it's, you it's, just got to kind of wait. What Robinson does is make a, a recommendation, though. So it is up to the NFL. Goodell can, can appeal that. He right. can change that. Um, I'll, I'll just jump in here, John, if that's all right, because we yes. we're just addressing this on Tuesday. Uh, I have been – a lot of what I've read had, had made it seem like a year. That's certainly what the NFL is pushing for is a year. But the latest, as you guys have seen, is like it's Mike Florio of Pro Football Talk mentioned two, maybe, which is insane. Not a source for any NFL content whatsoever. <laughs> so I'm, I'm thinking the more I'm, I'm seeing this, and it, honestly, we could be way off. I don't even think anybody really knows. There's been so many different reports that have come out there. But now I'm, I'm, I'm starting to sink where I, my original instinct was six to eight games. Before we heard about the year, before we heard about the additional accusers, before we heard about the NFL wants an indefinite, six to eight games seemed like the kind of move that the NFL would do in this kind of a scenario. Uh, I would be shocked if it's less than that. I would not be shocked if it's more than that because I know the NFL with almost the stain that Watson has put on from a just from a PR perspective on the NFL. Uh, I, I think that's why the NFL is that's seeking a longer key. one. That's a, so, you, if you make the shield look dirty, Dell's going to make you pay as long as you're yes. not an owner. As right. long as you're not an owner, then you can do whatever you want. And that's one of the other things that's been reported is apparently there, in the personal conduct policy, there's specific language in there about how the owners will get treated yep. more harshly. The NFL is arguing back that that's actually not relevant in this case. So a whole lot of information. It is complete conjecture. Yeah. We don't have insiders that are telling us this. If you had, if you forced me to make a, a thing right now, I would say six to eight games. Um, would be shocked if it's less, would not be shocked if it ends up being the full year still. I'm sticking with the full year, indefinite suspension. We'll see where that goes. Uh, Steven, he says, where's the love for special teams? Where are our strengths and weaknesses? Talking about the 49ers, uh, it's the punter, Mitch Wisnowski, uh, one of the worst punters in the NFL. Uh, I like Mitch. He's just very inconsistent. Uh, I think he had punts of 15 and 18 yards last year on some of the most like key pivotal games. Now he can boom it. 
But yeah, this is that's the biggest weakness. Robbie Gold never missed a field goal in the playoffs. Um, we had addressed a lot of new coordinator, new, you know, you brought in a lot of new talent there. Ray Ray McLeod. Um, th- there's lots of guys there. Punter. I really wish they would have changed that, but he's on a rookie deal. So, uh, that's what that is. Hopefully you um, anyway. score a lot of touchdowns. You won't need to punt that much. There, there you go. go. <laughs> oh, there you go. All right, here we go. This one's for you, Brian. Who gets more sacks? Joey Bosa, Joey Bosa or Mac is Nick Bosa in this too. I want you to rank all three. So Most sacks, we'll Joey, with Nick, and Mac. Chargers, Chargers question first. Uh, I definitely think it's going to be Joey over Mac. We can get into the Nick discussion in a second. Uh, I think uh, as good as Mac is, I think what he's going to allow more than anything is you will not be able to double team Joey Bosa very often. They'll still teams will still try, but Mac is still. He may not be at his peak, but he's not that far off his peak when he's healthy. So I think Mac is going to have his opportunities, but. Bosa is in his prime. Joey is in his prime without that excessive amount of double teams. They upgraded the interior of the defensive line, too. I think Bosa is going to end up finishing with more sacks than Mac. Now, between Nick as well, if I had to guess, and I'm not pandering, I would put Nick overall all, you know, as the top of these three if we're throwing him into it. But yep. not by much. Right. I think Bosa is going to have a great year. If they Joey is going to have a great year. Both Bosa's are going to have great years. Yeah, they're amazing. They're amazing. Yeah. All three of those players, right. unreal. Nighter by nature. What's up, man? I like the jacket in your picture. What are you going to be looking for in camp? My favorite thing to look for in camp is rotation. That's the first thing I look for. Uh, running backs. I want to see that. What's the running back rotation? What's the safety rotation? Who's getting snaps in the slot? Who's running with first team, second team, third team? Who's the backup center? Is Daniel Brunskill getting snaps at center, right? Uh, which one of the rookies are getting snaps at center? Where's Jason Poe? Lots of things. I So camp is much less, you know, everybody wants to talk about completions. Oh, Trey Lance went 17 of 21 with two interceptions. And no, 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 I get it. And those things are important. And I'll retweet a lot of that stuff. But no, 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 that's not what I want to see. Um, that's not what's important. Uh, I want to see the rotation for the personnel and see how that goes. I want to see how my injured players are progressing. I think those are kind of um, the things that I want to look for. So what about you, Brian? Yeah, generally. Oh, which, in, yeah. Time out real quick. Brian's going to be bringing us NFC watch for camp. He's going to be paying attention to all the other teams in the NFC right. West and bringing those to us on Thursdays for the next like six weeks. So yeah. Yeah, we John and I talked about that before we started recording today. So I'm like, I'll be I'll be the I'll be the scout the camp scout for the for the rest <laughs> of your division. Uh, I'm going to be doing that for the whole NFL. Uh, legit football. One of the things we're going to be releasing in our dailies is you're going to see a whole lot of training camp info. So we're going to be covering the entire league, and that's going to include the NFC West. And I'm going to bring those nuggets to you guys here, starting not next Thursday, but the Thursday after that. Um, I lost much. Where was the question? <laughs> uh, what do you watch? What yeah. are you looking for in camp? camp. Yeah, so similar things. Obviously, I want to see um, how rookies are picking up the playbooks. I want to mm-hmm. see how much usage they're getting, where they are. Are they are they getting first-team snaps, second-team? Um, injuries are big. You want to see, like we just got the list of a number of the players who are starting camp on the, on the pup list, the physically unable to perform. How quickly are they able to uh, incorporate? Um, if a guy who's injured and there's been a lot of hype about him being ready in time misses all of camp, that's concerning. So you want to see how quickly those injured guys get on the field. Uh, who's in, in certain position battles. I mean, that's pretty obvious. Um, 
certain positions that are that are not set in stone offensive line john mentioned interior offensive line who's actually getting the first team snaps versus the second team snaps and how does that progress you might start somebody getting first team snaps and all of a sudden you see a different guy in there because he's performing better so it's more like the progression during the camp and yeah. who is proving themselves over time the stats about like he said completions that's that's it's better than him going seven of 21 but it's not the thing that's that's really going to give you a lot of information these are highly scripted practices we've seen some amazing camps from players who end up being horrible in the regular season i want to see those position battles i want to see how injuries are healing and i want to see how they're integrating the rookies that they drafted oh man that's good stuff that's good stuff this is a good episode brian i love the q and a's yeah we we almost got to everybody and more questions came in at the end we went a little bit longer which is never a bad thing uh but i think we might need to maybe incorporate this a little bit more in the future Mm -hmm. but man brian i want to say thank you for your time excited what can you tell us about your channel uh, and where we can you got another show coming up this week when's your next show things like that Yep, so right now we're doing 30 Minutes of Football every Tuesday and Friday. It's live on YouTube at 1 p.m. Eastern, 10 a.m. Pacific. Uh, during the season, it's going to be five days a week. We're going to be going live yeah, five yeah. days a week. I'm going to have to get John on there because I'm going to have I'm, I'm going to need guests. I'm going to need people to fill in. John was on uh, last week, so if you haven't seen that episode, make sure to do it. And I just told John before we started recording, he is in our intro. So one of his, his Gardner Minshew take is in our intro. So there you go. Some 49ers rush love in the 30 minutes of football show. But yeah, check it out tomorrow at 1 o'clock. Uh, we have Ty Schalter, who's a national NFL analyst. He's going to be my guest uh, next week. And we've got some other guests lined up. Some really, a really special guest in August that I'm excited about. Uh, and then as always, check out Legit Football. LegitFootball.com. You want to know what's going on in the NFL, the rest of the NFC West, the, the training camp nuggets for your fantasy teams. It's free, legitfootball.com. Hit join in your email address. We're going to cover all that stuff all year long. I love it. I love it. I love it. All right, guys, that's going to do it for us today. And as always, stay strong, faithful. Save big on Brunch for Mom, all in the Kroger app. Get 16-ounce packs of flavorful Angus 90% Lean Ground Sirloin for $4.99 each with a digital coupon. Then buy two, get two free on 12 packs of delicious Coca-Cola, Pepsi, or 7-Up, all with your card. Shop these deals at your local Kroger today. Or tap the screen now to download the Kroger app to save big today. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Prices and product availability subject to change. Restrictions apply. See site for details.